All right. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Tuesday, June 29th edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. I'm joined by Mr. Cole Shelton of many places. Cole, you're a man of many hats. Uh, MAOddsBreaker.com, of course, our, our own website. And I know you got an article actually on, t- on, on there right now, Cole. You can talk about that in a second. Um, DJ Penn, obviously, Cole, and a bunch of other places. Cole's everywhere, Elite Fantasy as well, Elite bet- Sports Betting. So Cole's killing it, and I'm glad to get you on, Cole. Like I said, I want to give Marcel a week off, Cole. I deserves it, and uh, you know I'm glad you're back, man. Because obviously I miss doing the show with you every Tuesday. But uh, yeah, man, how's everything with you, Cole? T- just tell people what's going on with you, man. Like, give us the latest update on your like career and stuff, and just everything's going on with you, man. Yeah, everything's going well. Obviously, still working a bunch of places. Still like BJ <laughs> Fan, Odds Breakers, CBC, kind of just basically working at as many places just in case one falls out i'm still fine where that's a big classic even you know about that a freelance where you gotta work a bunch of places because if one falls out i'm still fine with like but it's a different like obviously full-time would be nice but i don't know i kind of like it i can make my own schedule like my so if my one friend takes a day off i'm gonna go golfing it's not like oh i'm in trouble just now i just push stuff back to the afternoon or whatever but yeah it's all good well, that's awesome, Cole. And yeah, I, I totally understand what you're saying. And I, I love the um, the ability to be a freelancer, Cole. Like, and you know, not necessarily, you know, it's not, it's, it's a lot, I would say it's even more work possibly, but it's nice to control like your destiny a little bit, if you know what I mean. Anyways, let's get into uh, some news here, Cole. So I'm going to pull up djpen.com, Cole, and we'll go over the latest headline in the world of MMA. This uh, show's going to be a little bit shorter today, and we'll probably just go like, you know, 30, 40 minutes cold between that. I know you got to go, and I got some stuff that's going on with me right now, so I got to get out of here too. Um, let's go over your BJ Penn, Cole, and we'll go through the latest news. So, Cole, I know that uh, Sean O'Malley today like, tweeted something. I think you sent it to me, and you're like, uh-oh, we knew something was up here. And, yeah, Sean O'Malley, he's okay, thankfully, but Lewis Smoke is out of UFC 264, Cole. And, uh, you know, I never really liked this fight in the first place. I'll be completely honest, guys. Like, I didn't really like the matchup. Um I thought that O'Malley deserved someone better in the rank, like in the standings. Someone probably in the top fifteen at the bottom. And I know you talked to Cody Stamen today, Cole. What did he say? Yeah, like Stamen, like a bunch. Of, it's actually pretty funny. I texted Stamen because I know he's been calling for O'Malley for a while. I'm like, uh, I, I said, uh, you gonna fight O'Malley? He didn't even know. And he's like, well, thanks for the heads up. I just sent a message to the UFC. So he wants at 145. I don't know if O'Malley, like. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Like, I think he's probably about the highest ranked yeah. guy that yeah. would step up in short notice. But if O'Malley wants to go up to 45, like, I don't really think that'd be a huge sticking point just because they're both bantamweights. I know a lot of other people said that, like, Rob said he'd fight him, which I don't think O'Malley would even entertain at all, especially right. on short notice preparing for that high level grappler. But I think, obviously, the plan, the UFC, I think, wants O'Malley on this card. I don't really even think the opponent really matters. I think they want O'Malley to get a highly real finish on this card, open up the Connor pay-per-view, get more eyes on him. Like, I just think that's kind of the plan. So I wouldn't even be surprised if you see a guy that's making his UFC debut or a guy that only has like one or two fights in the UFC get the fight. Yeah, that you know, I tweeted, Cole. I was just checking to see the timestamp to see if I tweeted about that, the statement, like suggestion before you or not. I did, but, you know, you got the response, obviously, from, from the horse's mouth. But uh, I like the fight. I think it makes sense. But again, I said even like I don't know if he can make 135 because I remember obviously Cole, you talked about his him was it against Marab and I wouldn't know Marab's at 135. The fight before that, uh, Kelleher, I think uh, it was. Yeah, when he did fight Kelleher and Jimmy Rivera. Right? Yeah, and yeah, Rivera, he did Kelleher and Rivera on 145. Yeah, he's a bigger bantamweight, Cole. Right, like he he cuts a lot of weight. Obviously, he's got a lot of muscle. So I I don't think he can make the 
the, the limit. Um, I would hope they can, stay, he, they can keep him on the card. Let's just, you know what we should do? Just let me pull up the rankings here. Um, it's boring. Or a list of UFC fighters. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, let's do that. List of UFC fighters. Because we already talked about the rank, guys. I don't know who's going to fight him. I want, I want to talk about this. Let's find an opponent for Sean Riley. Okay, cool. Let's find someone. All right, so let's look at the records here. Um, I'll just do Endeavor record. Maybe that's a good idea. Do it like that. And he is. Where is Sean? It's got to be around here. How many wins? Okay, here he is. Sean O'Malley, 5 and 1 in the UFC. So I'm just looking at guys ranked around here. Jimmy Rivera's ranked. I mean, that'd be a good fight. I don't know if Jimmy would take it, especially on short notice. Cool. It'd have to probably be at 145 again. I don't know if that fight's going to happen. Cody Garbrandt's another guy. This Alejandro Perez guy, I mean, that's he's a guy that used to be in the top 50. I mean, he he does have a, you know, looks like his record's okay. I mean, he's not bad. What's, I think he's coming off a loss, right? Oh, two straight. Well, he lost the yeah. statement in Yudong. It's not that bad. Cole, at this point, like, I mean, he, if he wants to fight next weekend, he's going to have to probably fight someone that's, you know, maybe not that great. So, I mean, that guy's interesting. I don't know what happened there. All right. You know what I mean? So, uh, and then maybe, I mean, let's just see, like, uh, how about this guy? Like, even someone like this, like Chris Gutierrez, I mean, that would be an interesting fight. Something like that on a short notice. Yo, Kevin Scott, what's up, man? How's it going, dude? I'm so glad he's here. I sent Kevin an email, Cole, last week. I was like, dude, where are you? I haven't seen you in, like, the chat in a few weeks. And he jumped in. Cole, what do you think about that fight, um, that suggestion I just had? Yeah, I think you do a couple. I think even Nathaniel Wood, because I remember both of them were kind of calling each other out. I don't know about Nathaniel getting into the States. That's the only thing. Like, maybe – I know Ricky Simone tweeted he wants that fight. Yeah, that's another fight. Someone suggested that in my Twitter mentions, and I was like, man, that sounds like a good one. I think he's he's got a lot of wins too, right? Or Yeah, he's he's somewhere here. Um, Trying to sort it by wins, Cole, so I can get guys – Around the same way. I don't know why I can't find his. Uh, let me just check this out. Simone. I don't think there's. Yeah, here he is. Oh, they have him at 145 for some reason. I don't know. Okay, yeah, I guess his last oh. fight was. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's coming off uh, a win, three wins in a three row. Three wins in a row. That's a fight that makes sense. I mean, that's a good fight. But again, ideally, Cole, I would love to see O'Malley fight, you know, Vera or Steeman, someone ranked. So that, that's my thoughts. Kevin said, I think this will lead the UFC to bring in a no name for O'Malley style on. And Smoka wasn't ranked. No, Smoka wasn't. He was coming off a win, and Spoke is a pretty good fighter. And yet, me and Cole have, you know, we, we understand the guys. You know, he's been through a lot in his career, man. I mean, and he's persevered, and he's still in the UFC. But, yeah, I mean, you know, Cole, like, maybe he's right. Maybe it's going to be someone ranked a little lower. Like, I'm just trying to see who could even, you know, fight on. on like, what about this Jonathan Martinez guy? Like, could he fight him? Maybe this is a guy? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he's I mean, someone after Almeida. Off. When I talked to him after he got the Almeida when he called out O'Malley, but then – there's a lot of yeah, guys calling Molly that. True, true. I mean, it's just like I said, it's hard to know who can even make that way. Like even this, guy, like any of these guys, really. But you guys might be right. Maybe they do call someone on short notice, unless yeah. Because Cole, I'm not really. I don't see much, man. I mean, I don't think there's many options. They might push him to another card call. Maybe that's something to do. Wait Maybe for, they push him to August seventh, which I think kind of needs some. Two sixty five. Is that that's two sixty five? Yeah. Let's look at that card. That's the next thing I wanted to talk about. Just pull it up. Because um, yeah. Let's pull it up. This card, I think top, okay. Go ahead. I, I, think, I think the top two fights aren't the best, but if then if you have the Chiesa, Luque, uh, Munoz, Aldo, and O'Malley versus someone to round out the main card, I think that helps pull sell it a bit more. I want to pull it up. Okay, so here's the new poster too. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, we, okay, so yesterday, Cole, you obviously sent the uh, the, the news in the, in the comments, and me and, Mark, uh, me and Tom were talking, and I saw what you said, and I, I just thought it was – I just – I glanced at it, Cole. I didn't really read it quick. I just read it really quickly, Cole, just because I was, like, looking at it on the side of my eye. Like, I'm like, all right, should I take the comment now or later? 
and I saw that you tweeted about or sent me a message about uh, the title fire, and I'm like, oh, it's just he's talking about Nagano and and Lewis, and then I looked at it again, and I'm like, wait a second, <laughs> like what? Remember, cool? Like I was literally shocked, guys, yeah. when they announced that news. So. Cole, we've had some time to digest it now. I mean, literally yesterday, you go back to yesterday's show with Tom Taylor and me, <laughs> we got the immediate reaction, Cole. Like, we were just, like, kind of flabbergasted. I still kind of feel that way, guys. Like, and now we have more information about it. There obviously has been some issues, Cole, I think we can say, between the UFC's management – or UFC and Francis Ngannou's management team. Cole, I, what do you think about that, man? You think there's – it's more to the story than just, you know, we need a title fight. Like, there's all there, – there's some bad blood there maybe a little bit between the agents. And the UFC, what do you think? Well, I don't think people realize the CAA, who represents like Ngannou, Ioana, Kevin Lee, like it's not like a first rounder dominance that are just MA. Like they are legitimately one of the best like agencies in the world. Like any major actor, actress, CAA represents any like major musician, CAA represents. So like they know what deals, like they're not an agency that gets pushed it's like around. Push them like, over. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, I think they probably know what Ngannou's worth is. Because even after that Logan Paul fight, Ngannou was tweeting, he goes, how's an 0-1 pro boxer make $20 million? I can't come close to that or something like that. So I think they did want another title fight on this card. Because obviously I don't think Nunez paying it. Although Nunez, like, yeah. greatest one's fighter of all time. I think, I actually think she could have headlined over this interim title fight. But the problem is the fight against Juliana Pena is not competitive on paper. I don't even really think many people no. know who Juliana Pena is is another big thing. Like, I think if you were to go ask 10 random people who Juliana Pena is, I would be surprised <laughs> no, if you even got one person. I mean, if, even if you ask 10 random people who Amanda Nunez is, like, would you even get one? Probably well, get with one, the right? thing is, Derek Lewis, I think, is a bit more popular. I know Cyril yeah. Gron's in that same boat, but Derek Lewis, especially in Houston, like, yeah, going to get course. the ticket sales. Yeah, because the card's there. They, they had to keep him on the card. Um, we can't obviously hear what he's going to say in the video, but... He said, five round B, let's go. And then Cyril said he's looking forward to the challenge too. So, like, what do you think of the fight itself? Like, we're, we're playing about. Let me take Marcus's comment. Marcus, you sent me a DM today. I, I want, Let me read your DM first, Marcus, just because you sent it to me and you want to ask about this. And I'll read your comment. Maybe it's the same thing, but he said, um, he said, let Lewis fighting gone instead of holding out for Francis doesn't make sense to me for Lewis. And now he's saying, Lewis taking gone instead of wing. Yeah, he says the same thing. Unless the money's insane, I don't see why Fran uh, Lewis would take gone over Francis. Well, Lewis, Lewis uh, is down to fight anyone. He wants to fight in that card. He doesn't have a ton of leverage. He's not a champion right now. Nagano is. So UFC is doing him a solid. They, they know he's putting the years of work, and he's deserving of a title shot, obviously, Derek Lewis. The fight with Nagano made more sense because it was a rematch. It was kind of Nagano's chance to avenge what happened in that first fight, which was terrible. But... I just think this, it just doesn't make sense to have it for an interim title besides obviously the promotional aspect of having two title fights on the card. You know what I mean, Cole? But I'm just not a fan of the interim belt this fight. I just don't think it's a good look because Francis and Sipe just fought in uh, March, Cole. It was only three months ago, Cole. Like, I think it was three months today or something, right? So, man, I mean, that doesn't seem that long. But like I said, Cole, there's a lot more going on behind the scenes that – we did find out a little bit in the tweets from uh, his management team, but uh, I'm gonna try to find what he said. You, you, let me let me find this. I think there's an article here. You, you write it. I think you did. Yeah, right? yeah. Let me find it here. 
right. You got the odds too. Let's get the odds a lot. Look for that, by the way. Cole got the odds. And uh, gone. Uh, he's a big favorite, obviously, guys. Let's pull it up. Minus 325, Cyril gone. Derek Lewis plus 275. You guys leave some comments there, but like you're early leaning in that fight. I mean, I understand the line. Like, obviously, Gon's looked amazing, but, you know, he's minus 150 against Volkov, and all of a sudden, he's, mi- he's minus th- uh, 300 against Lewis. I don't know about that call. Like, that doesn't, that's a little, that's a big, like, I know he looked good in that fight, but I, he really looked good. Like, I don't know. What do you think? Like, do you think it's a little inflated or what? I think it is too because the, maybe I'm crazy, but does even Gon have a good chin? Like, the guy hasn't even been hit. I have no idea. We haven't seen him get punched in the face, really, have we? Like, I don't think no. so. But like maybe Lewis, the first big shot he lands, puts him out cold. Like we have no clue how his chin's gonna end. And like Derek Lewis is a guy that is overlooked. Like he was like plus three fifty against Curtis Blades, and like we saw Blades get Dude, knocked he was out. Plus three fifty against uh, Nagano the first time. I definitely yeah. I remember hitting that one. I was like, the line's stupid. Like the guy Cole. How often has he been an underdog in his fights and won? Like so many times, right? So don't sleep on Derek, guys. I mean, he's been training. He's in great shape. Like. You know, he was in great shape in his last fight. I think he's going to be in good shape for this fight, hopefully. And, I mean, he can always land that bomb, right? He's a he's a big dude. Um, that the, the line's a little inflated, for sure. I mean, Gon's great. I'm not saying I'm not picking him in this fight. I just think the line's too high. It should be, like, minus 200. I don't think it should be minus 275. It's still high. Let me read the comments here. Um, this Dana White said uh, – let me just pull it up here, Cole. Oh, you got it here. This dude is so full of uh, shit. He knows exactly what's going on. He's not shocked at all. Because we told him several times it was coming. His management is incompetent. Hopefully, Francis starts looking at new people to help his career. And then Markel Martin, uh, Cole. So I didn't really know who this guy is. I got to be honest with you. And then I realized he's the CA, but he used to be on The Bachelor or something. Like he was on it at some point. So that's kind of funny. Um, he goes, Dana White, complete shock with your decision. Um, after we said September is good for us, complete shock. You guys made threats after less than three months after you all were. Complete shock. You knew why Francis needed more time. That's correct. I know you're passionate, but you're trying to discredit my integrity, but nothing respectful. You, Hunter Campbell, and your entire staff. Speaks more about you than does for me. My man, I'm actually impressed you got your attention, and I got your attention in competent management. I think we've done a good job. Fuck a little bit more, and then yeah, I mean the guy <laughs> clearly is standing his ground here, and you gotta respect it. I mean the thing is though, you saw what Dana said, man. He goes, he said, someone was saying something about like the UFC just machine just keeps churning, like it basically cold. You know what I mean? Like they don't wait for anyone cold. They don't wait for John Jones. They're not gonna wait for Francis. No one's above the, the three letters, which I don't think is the, the, the right way because like, the fighters are the UFC. You know what I mean? Cool. They're the heart and soul of the UFC, right? But the UFC has done such a good job, Cole, of controlling, like, yeah, just the stars in the company, really. I mean, it, you can't go anywhere. Your contracts are locked in. There's no threat of a holdout because you can't – there's nothing to do. And when you do threaten, they just go, all right, we'll create an interim title, Cole, and then we'll just let these other guys fight for it, so – I mean, I don't understand why they couldn't have waited like, you know, a month even for that card in Houston. Why couldn't they have waited a month to push it to September? Like, you know what I mean? Like, they could have found something else, I think, for that card. Even Nate Diaz maybe could have fought in that card in August. Like, he wanted, he said he wanted to get back in there pretty quick. I mean, who knows, right? He didn't take too much damage in his last fight, even though he, he uh, lost. Kevin thinks that the line's too high, too. Yeah, he's going to take the plus 275. I think it's too high, Kevin, as well. I mean, like I said, Derek's been an amazing bet. I'm going to Pull him up here, Cole, at best fight odds. I want to see this for a second. I want to see how many fights he's won as an underdog. Oh, let's see here. Long screen. And, uh, yeah, here we go. Let me get the comments, too. Uh, Marcus says, do you think Lewis taking gone opens the door for John Jones fighting Stipe or uh, Stipe fighting Francis next? Maybe. 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 It's possible. They could. I think they did. A, uh, I don't know 
if they did this, but they could be an interim title fight and also a title fight with different guys. I mean, it's possible they could do that, Cole. You know, they could always do that. I know it doesn't really make well, sense. Um, uh, Colby Covington was an interim title, and then Darren Till got the title shot like two months later. Dude, there you go. And there's a few other guys. Tony Ferguson had an interim belt against uh, Kevin Lee, and then they, I think they took it away from him at some point. Uh, Kevin says, I think the punishment for Francis wants wanting more money. Yeah, and he also tweeted, didn't Francis like go, uh, he tweeted something recently, Cole. Remember about Paul Costa tweeted and then Francis responded, like, why don't they pay us more money? Or Jake Paul, yeah, I think it was, was a, it was after the Logan Paul fight. I was like, Logan Paul's salary. Logan Paul, sorry. Like, yeah, yeah. Over 25. He's making over 25 million. He goes, how's an yeah. one boxer making more than me? And you see Floyd made 100 million, eh, Cole? So yeah. I mean, that's a good payday, nice payday for that fight. But yeah, I'm pulling up, look at Derek Lewis historically. Um, I don't know if you guys can see the numbers, it's a little hard to, but if you look, let me try to get it a little bit bigger. Can you see better? Not probably, right? Yep. right? So, okay, obviously, I mean, he's an underdog right now, but, um, but this is the closing number right here. He closed a plus 300, you know, range against uh, Lewis Cole, won that fight. Um, as an underdog against, uh, who else was an underdog against? Volkov, plus 135, he won that fight, Cole. Go ahead. He was basically a pick him against Bligoy Ivanov. Like he was minus like one. Yeah, against Bligoy Ivanov too. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it was a close fight, but yeah, he was a pick him there. A short favorite against Olenek. I mean, he's always been like the odds have always been pretty close. Um, against Francis, who was a big underdog. Look at even this fight with Tabura Cole. Like this is the Tabura of uh, 2018. He was a pick him. Um, Mark Conti was a small favorite. Lost that fight. Brown, he was an underdog against. Who else? Um, against Warren Nelson. I remember hitting him that fight. It was a close fight. I don't know if he won that fight, but. Took up the dog money. Vector Pesta, who's an underdog against Cole. Like, I mean, the guy's been a dog a lot in his career, and he's come through a lot. So don't count him out of this fight, guys. I mean, it sounds like you guys really aren't. Lewis's lines were the same for Francis and gone. Let me take a look there. Is that what it said? The opening odds were very similar, Kevin. Yeah, let's just we'll take a look at the futures, actually. And it, Cole, I'm not a huge fan of the new best fight odds. i got to be honest with you. What do you think, man, of the new layout? I don't like it. Me either, man. I mean, it's not the biggest deal in the world, but it's just weird. And by the way, I think I said this on one of the podcasts, but this ref goal is a uh, bet online. So it's like, yeah, what, it's what's the ref stand for? I, I just think reference maybe because they're getting their number. That's the numbers that they're using for, as reference. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the other books will copy the other books, right? Like yeah, bet online always opens. They open a lot of them. I wouldn't say always, but they do open a lot. I would say like a lot, especially in MMA now. You know, Cole, it was a little bit before your time, buddy, but back in like 2012, I would say to like 2000 and. 15-ish, I would say, something like that. Like, Nick was the guy setting all the lines. Maybe more than that, sorry. Maybe like 2000, what did I say? 2000, like 2010-ish, maybe even earlier than that. But he was the main guy setting the UFC lines, Nick Kalikas, and it was awesome working with him. And, you know, remember back in the day when Nick, you know, especially when he didn't have his family with kids and stuff, Cole, like I'm talking like, you know, eight, nine years ago, like, you know, we used to talk about the lines before he'd open them, Cole. So I get a little bit of like, you know, saying, not that it would, it would ultimately be Nick's decision, obviously, but you know, you'd be like, hey, you think this line's a little too high? You think the public's going to, like, smash that? And I'm like, yeah, you know, something like that, Cole. So, because the odds maker's job, obviously, is to make money for the books, Cole. I mean, that's their job, right? So, got to set a, uh, a line that both people want, the uh, bit of push and pull. But, yeah, let's look at some future odds, Cole, like Gone and Nagano. Right now, um, sorry, not Gone and Nagano. What am I looking at? I want, I want Lewis and Gone. That's what I want. I want to see the current odds for it. Here it is. Yeah, it hasn't really changed. Just, you know, there's less juice, basically. Minus 275, though, still, and plus 220. So not much change to their call at all. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, what else do I want to talk about here? We talked about Sean O'Malley. All right, I want to talk about actually something 
So, what did you say, Cole? Sorry, did you say something? No, I didn't say anything. No worries. I want to talk about actually something you uh, you wrote on the site today. Uh, you talked about Arden Lobov, Cole, and uh, I thought it was a cool interview. And he was talking. He was pretty like, uh, what's the word? Transparent, I guess, about Connor just really not taking that first fight, or sorry, the second fight with Connor and Dustin too seriously. Um, I'll read the quote you got from Cole. He said. Absolutely. And to be honest, it wasn't like he wasn't fully focused or anything. He just didn't give Dustin the respect he deserved. He was more thinking about boxing Manny Pacquiao after the fight and getting ready for that. As Connor saw that as a challenge and Dustin was going to go uh, be a warm-up fight. Obviously, it didn't work out that way. Dustin improved uh, a lot, did his homework. And he says, that, to be honest with you, he's talking about the second fight here. I want to get this quote too. I thought it was a good one. To be honest with you, if you look at the second fight, it was developing on the first fight went. That's what I expected. The only thing, it was the difference with the, the leg kicks. It wasn't like we weren't trained to defend them, but the kicks are unique when you spar and training where shin pads don't feel the kicks. Yeah. And the fight that wouldn't work anymore. So Connor's aware of that. And I, I see the fight going, how it already was going and the way the first fight went. I see Connor winning by knockout. I mean, I can't wait to look at that fight next week. Cole. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm, I haven't even honestly picked that fight yet. Cole. Like it's, I think it's literally a pick them right now. Cole. Like it literally is a yeah. pick them. So, I mean, I don't even want to ask your thoughts on it. it's next week. Um, and I haven't did any of the, uh, the studying for that car, but I will soon. But yeah, I want to read this. I mean, Mayweather, man, 100 million call. And you got to read the comment here, guys. Here's what he said. He said, this is from Andrew Whitelaw, by the way, Cole. I didn't write this one from BJ Penn. He wrote, uh, what is it? He goes, I'm the, he goes, I'm the only person that could do a fake fight and get 100 million. I could do legalized sparring and get 100 millions. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how else there's to say, Cole. Like, he's just admitting, like, it was just basically a sparring match. And that's what I was going to. That's what I thought when I was watching him. I, I kind of feel like you, you felt the same way about that fight call. I mean, it wasn't – it was an exhibition fight call, right? It was – and, and I, I think you saw the clip call where Logan's like, take it easy, champ. Like, it's just an exhibition. Yeah. Like, he's just like, come on, man. Like, we're, we're just fighting for fun almost. It's like a – it was like a sparring match call. It's sparring. Honestly, it was hard sparring. And don't get me wrong. I mean, he hit him with some big shots, man. But it sure looked like, you know, Floyd carried him a little bit in that fight. <laughs> Ali Abdelaziz call. He just went crazy about uh, Kayla. I hate how they're, you know, she's going to be compared to Ronda for the rest of her career just because they're both Judicas. But I mean, you know, Ronda was great in her own right and everything. But I, I think, I don't think he's wrong necessarily, Cole. I just don't think we even need to compare them. But I definitely think Kayla, like, would be Ronda right now. She, I don't know if in her prime, Ronda was damn good, though, Cole. I got to be honest. Like, great. Like, she was must watch, right? Like, because she, she would win right away. Like, I think Katsugana was like 14 seconds or something, I want to say. Uh, Alexis Davis was like under a minute too, so like she was she was unbelievable. We haven't seen Harrison get those like really really quick finishes, but man, she's been dominant. Um, I don't know if you saw this call. Could you spoke to uh, this UFC Russia? I don't know who the the interviewer was. Um, you know who it was? You know the guy's name? I don't I don't know. His no. name. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, sorry, but he's a Russian guy. He's good though. Um, you know, a few days. ago, so I'm assuming he works for UFC Russia probably. Going, I'm assuming these questions were probably. Screened, I would say, but it's funny because he goes, you know, a few weeks ago, I don't know if I can go on the record. This is what Khabib's saying. He goes, Ali Abdel Aziz called me a few weeks ago. He says, do you know that Dana White asked me and told me that Dana said, why does Khabib never ask how much money I can offer for his return? And I asked Abdel Aziz, is the question you have for me through you or what? And he told me, not Dana asked. So he goes, look, I'm not interested. We went down this road. I said and did everything I wanted. I made the decision. However, White's not giving up. Not even White, but the entire UFC headquarters in Las Vegas. They assume I inflate my price or prepare my agenda for future negotiations. I left, but come on, guys, change my mind. Give me money or something. It feels like that to me. I believe they will understand me and my choice eventually. I mean, cool. I don't know what else to say. Like, the guy doesn't want to fight anymore. Like, done. Like, he doesn't want to fight. What do you think, man? 
yeah, I don't know why they keep pushing him. Like he's literally he retired in October, and they wouldn't admit that he was retired until like February. It's yeah. like what are we doing? Like, I think it was even longer. Than I want to see it. Even, maybe it was that, and then obviously the interim title in May. Um, let me get uh, Kevin. It's cute that Connor's girlfriend's out, out there offering up these excuses. That's funny. I, I don't think it's his girlfriend now. Isn't it his wife or fiance? Maybe I want to say. Cole, what if I want to talk to you about this fight? I love this matchup. Gilbert Burns and Stephen Thompson, Cole, and Gilbert did an interview with AG Fight. He said, uh, you know, we talked about the style match. I'm going to read the quote in this one too, Cole. He goes, we have a very different style for a long time. He's a fine one like me, like that. The guy who, we have a similar style, but not that much was Anthony Pettis, but he, he kicks a lot more than me. Doesn't have the wrestling like me. The most similar is Woodley, a takedown, good heavy hand, because I, I fight for a long time at lightweight, and I think I have an advantage against these guys in speed. I've never fought a striker who moves like him. He's dangerous. I'm dangerous too. I'm sharpening everything. So I've been working on getting several weapons. Good things are coming. I mean, I love birds. Don't get me wrong, but this seems like a really hard fight for him. I mean, Wonder Boy seems like a bad matchup, right? Like he's saying all the right things. Don't get me wrong. Burns is great, but the guy's coming off a knockout loss, which you never like. And he's facing like arguably the most accomplished striker in the division call. Like this is thoughts, man. Give me your thoughts on this goal. Like, I don't even know what to say. Yeah, it's. I heard like Stylus, I think it favors kind of Thompson because yeah. the fight stays standing. Burns has to get Thompson down. Thompson just has to keep standing to win. Like, I don't really think like Thompson, he got that kind of like, I wouldn't call it a fluke. Like it, it was kind of a lucky shot, but Pettis to knock him out. Like, yeah, Thompson's never been knocked out in his career other than that. Like he's taken big shots. I don't really know if Burns has as much power as like Woodley did when he couldn't even finish Thompson. But, and even on the ground, like Thompson's underrated takedown defense. Like he stuffed mm-hmm. a lot of Woodley's takedowns in those mm-hmm. title fights. And that was like, that was like prime Woodley when he fought him in those back-to-back fights against Thompson. Like, that was probably Woodley when, it's at his, when he was at his best. So I would say Woodley's probably better wrestler than Burns. Burns, obviously, if it gets down to the ground, he could end the fight really quick with his jujitsu. But it's definitely interesting because I just think the fight stays standing and as long or starts standing as long as it stays standing, like it's yeah. kind of Thompson's fight to lose. And even with the speed thing, I actually think Thompson might even be faster. Like his movement and his speed is like, I think he's probably the fastest striker at welterweight. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I just think he's amazing and he's how old he's 38 now. Real cool. So at some, at some point, father time's going to catch up. I don't know if it has, though. he still, and by the way, he still looks like he's, you know, about 30 years old. So he's like a young looking, you know, like we were talking about how like, some of these guys call like they're like a really old looking 30 year old, for instance. Like he's a young looking 38 year old. So yeah, I mean, by the way, I'm I'm there's no way he's gonna submit him because you can't submit this guy. He doesn't have a neck. I'm <laughs> gonna say that call. We'll look at some other news here. We'll we'll talk for like maybe 10 more minutes. Cole. I know you gotta get out here and no worries. Uh, we don't have there's no there's no card to break down, Cole. Is there any card this weekend? Like, is there any MMA event that I'm forgetting? Well, is there, I, think there's, I think there's a Titan. I think show there's ECA, right? Titan, okay, Titan, cool, okay. Um, yeah, there is on Friday. Pull this up, Connor. You can check on Tapology if you want. Yeah, here's Connor. He looks very cool. I mean, yeah, like, it looks like he's taking it seriously. Obviously, I mean, the guy looks great. Um, I mean, this fight's going to be amazing. Like, I, I, I have high hopes for this. Here's what I'm hoping. I hope it's a war, like uh, the second Diaz and McGregor fight was. We're just a war, like, and it went the full distance goal. And both guys were so durable in that fight. Like, I don't know if both guys can handle five rounds like that, but. At this point in their careers, but I mean, it's going to be a good fight while it lasts. Kevin said Burns and Thompson is a three-runner to get Burns uh, too much time to figure it out. LFA and uh, – yeah, thanks. That's what I was going to think about. Yeah, LFA. I have to do the article on that, so that's good. Um, I, this is a bad look for the UFC. Wouldn't you say like, – you got a fighter, Sarah Alper, Drake Riggs wrote this article. 
and she goes out cold and she says, I can't afford to train basically for my next fight in the UFC. I mean, that's, this is really bad guys. Like, I mean, it's just, it's a bad look on the sport. Um, I'm not saying this girl's obviously good with her money, but she hasn't fought in a while. She was supposed to fight recently and the fight got canceled. And they pushed her back to like September. She had to yeah. wait like another five or six months to fight. So she says, what this does, it helps me to travel, take care of gym fees, be able to afford food, anything. You guys, I'm ready. I'm working. I'm going to school. I'm training. I'm putting in at least 65 hours a week in these things. I want to make this happen. I want to go so far in the UFC. Cannot do it without you. I'm like, too sweet. Try if you want to donate anything. Uh, five, ten dollars. Anything's helpful so I can uh, focus on my training into my next fight. I want to say thank you, everyone, for the donations. I would like to make goal of thousand dollars by July 1st. Let's make it happen. I need your help. You guys, I need your help. Man, she's like begging for help here, bro. I mean, this is really sad. Like, it's just a bad look, man. Is someone else, Marcus? What do you think? I want to give Marcus his thoughts on this. What do you think, Kevin? Cole, what do you think, man? Bad look or what? Like, is it a bad look in the sport? Is it a bad look? In it's the a team? terrible look. Would Would you ever see an NHL, NFL, <laughs> NBA, MLB player saying, "I'm broke"? Can you guys send me a hundred dollars so I can focus on preparing for my next game? Dude, I'm just laughing because, like. It's just like UFC wants to act like it's this big league sport. And it, and it is for MMA. It's the big leagues of MMA. But, I mean, man, it's just this bad look. I'm not, And, again, we have no idea if this girl's bad with her money or something. Like, I have no idea. But I know that she's been on the roster for, like, two years or something. Has fought, like, what, once? So, you know, she doesn't fight. Well, I think she lost her only fight against Macy Chase, I want to say. Is that who it was? I can't remember now. But, um, yeah, I mean, it sucks. So, this is what it is, man. I mean, again – you know, hopefully, hopefully it works for this. Hopefully, Drake can help her with that article too. Um, we already got that one. Maybe some other things. Yeah, we'll get out of here soon. Um, this one's interesting. GSP's coach Frost. He's talking about. Oh, let me let me get this comment actually from uh, Kevin. Sorry, Kevin, I didn't see it. Wonder if fighters realize how poor ninety nine percent Miami baseball players are. Dude, I agree with that completely. And Cole knows that too. Cole covers baseball too. And we know about like they're basically fighting for the rights. And I don't know if you saw that Oakland Athletics thing like recently where like their meals looked like absolutely disgusting. Like they were feeding them slop basically. Like it's it's really bad. And the owners are obviously raking in like billions of dollars in, in baseball. So there's a lot of problems with baseball right now. Rob Manford is not, I don't know about you, Cole, but I don't know if this guy's the man for the job. I'll tell you that right now. Kevin says minor league football players get paid in tuition. Yeah, college football players should get paid, obviously. I mean, they're putting on a a product that gets bet on like crazy. People are making so much money on that stuff. Here's a question from Marcus I didn't see. Marcus says, Luke Rock will coming back. I mean, from what he said, he was, I believe he was offered Kamzat Chemayev at 185. He said yes, and Kamzat just wants to fight 170. So, I mean, listen, Kamzat probably would have knocked Rockhold out. I, mean, I don't even know why Rockhold would take that fight. I guess he's just trust that he's the better grappler, but I don't think so either, Cole. I, 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 I think it's a blessing in the sky for Luke. Let's look at let's look for an opponent for Luke Rockhold, guys. Let's look, let's look for something for Luke. And I just wanted to get this comment quickly about from GSP's coach Frost. He says Nate Diaz is the scariest fighter because he thinks that if like a fight didn't have a time limit, Nate would always win the fight. Like it was kind of like Yancey last week Cole, with the uh, Hadzovic fight. Cole, I don't know if you saw that fight, yeah. but man, like great fight, amazing fight. I, I Cole, I thought that could have been fighting. It was an amazing fight of the night. Um, but yeah, I mean, you saw with if there was Cole, if that last round was you know an extended ten minutes per se, Yancey would have choked him out, obviously, right? So. That's interesting. What was I trying to look at here? A fight for Luke Rockhold. Okay. That's what I was looking for. Let's find a fight for Luke Rockhold. And he wants to fight 185, I believe. Um, so let's look for someone. Where is Luke? He's got to be up here a lot, I guess. Oh, I guess they would probably rank him at one at 205 because I think his last fight was there. Let's look at the rankings. I mean, 
Okay, so Tavares fights Ekmedov next weekend. I mean, the winner of that fight, even the loser of that fight, kind of makes sense. But when you say just like a bounce back fight for Luke, I mean, he's got to win a fight. Like, he gets knocked out in the fight. Brad what about Gaslam? Gaslam, isn't he fighting someone? I thought he's fighting yeah. Cannon here. Or what, am, I, am I crazy? Oh, right, right. You're right. Yeah, you're he's fighting Cannon. Right. He is. No, yeah. he is. He's fighting Cannon. Yeah. I forgot he's he replaced that. But... No worries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. I was like wondering, like, what? Okay, so. Um... I'm just like, you know what, Cole? I mean, this fight, I know you guys are going to laugh, but this is a fight that actually makes sense because I don't know if Sam is still on the roster or not. I think he is. I don't know if they've officially released him or not. And I know his record looks terrible. He's lost, what, four, five of his last six and had a draw, which probably should have won that fight against Strong. But, you know, Cole, like, his last fight was fight of the night. If they gave him one more fight, why not do Rockhold and Sam Alvey? What do you think of that, that fight, man? What do you think? I mean, I think they're going to give Rockhold someone in the rankings. I think you they're going to so? try to, yeah. Yeah, maybe you're right. I'm just saying, like, I feel like both these guys are at the end of their careers, and it's just like, I don't know. Um, I'll tell you, he's not, he's not going to fight Hermanson. Kevin Hall is another guy. I guess you could fight him. I don't know. Cool. Um, maybe Holland. you give him, maybe him Shabazi and see if Shabazi can knock him out and get some more hype knocking out Where's Rockhold. Where's in training now? He tra- he's changed his camp, camp, right? Where is he? Where is he? I don't know. He posted something. He was at AKA. I don't know if that's a full time move. Just yeah, maybe he's just training checking it out. He definitely needs to move, right? I mean, you talk to the guy. We, all, we both like him. We both like the guy. Um, Luke versus the guy showing KO. Man, that we'll talk about that in a second. Let me get Marcus's comment. He goes, "I like to see Rocco Anthony Smith." Yeah, Anthony's. I think uh, two hundred five. He has a fight coming up too, I believe. Right, Anthony against Ryan Span. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it probably won't happen. Okay. The Joe Schilling thing, I mean, he's claiming self-defense, guys, but I'm not buying it from what I saw. And he did say that the guy like made some racist comment, I believe, to like the waiter, I want to say, the busboy, I think he said. Um, he was singing a rap song or something and used like the N-word and some other stuff. So I don't know what happened. We weren't there, but it's just a really bizarre thing, especially because like the camera was set up so perfectly cool. Like it sure seemed like a setup thing. And the guy did kind of move towards uh, Joe, you can kind of see it. It's hard to see, I guess, from the angle, but <laughs> I mean, let's watch it, Cole. Like, it was a damn good knockout, man. It was a look at this, look at this, look at this guy, Cole. <laughs> look at this dude, man. <laughs> look at this punch, though, man. So he bumps into him. Uh, he walks by. I think, yeah, he says something to him. And then, oh, he like made a feint in him. If you watch closely, Cole, watch the guy here. Yeah. Right in this, you can see him kind of move. To, look. Oh, man. Let's watch that again one more time. The nice right hook. He's like a short uppercut right hook. Look at that. Two piece. And the guy was like fucking dead. <laughs> Cole, the guy was like dead, man. It was crazy. You know, guys, I think that, you know, this this looks like it's gonna be there's gotta be some legal action involved in this. <laughs> like it's just and he's like bragging about it. His his whole excuse doesn't make sense, self-defense. He's a professional MMA fighter, Cole. I I, I don't believe that for, for anything. You know what I mean? So I don't believe that. <laughs> Anyways, cool. Um, I'm just gonna double check. If there's anything else we missed. Um, but was there anything else that was like they were forgetting, Cole? Um, that happened recently that you want to talk about? Not that I can think of. Let me get your quick thoughts on something, uh, Tanner Boaster. I didn't ask you about that. The, the cage grab. I, I, I thought it was. I yeah. thought he was the back of his fist. How can you even grab someone with your back of your fist? No, I agree. He didn't. Maybe use it for leverage. You can, though. Like, there's another thing about saying about that. You know, guys use toes all on fingers. People, I don't like, think there's so much. I don't understand why. 
It, it's no different than you kicking off the fence and like rolling into it. It's just because DC was so loud about it, Cole. He's so like just. I think DC is so bad. He's, yeah, I thought he was Mark just bad. With, I thought he was bad. When just he was bad with Rogan, Rogan, right? Yeah. Now same, he's, he's he was fight. not good with Felder either. There was a lot of fights where like they were like going off topic, which you know can be okay sometimes. Like you know, especially if it's a kind of a boring fight, you kind of make like a joke or talk about some other fight. I understand that they do that, but you know, like for instance, Avila and Solyarenko was a really good fight. It was a close fight. Well, they're talking about some other fight during it. I'm like, what the heck's going on here? I want to get the, your your thoughts on this call quickly, because um, you interviewed him. Charles Rosicle. Last thing here. I mean, I, I think he's a really respectful guy where they interview him. He obviously, I think he feels a little bit bad on this call in a way. Like, he had to do what he had to do. Obviously, it's his job to win the fight. It's not like he didn't want to win, but you know, he's just like. You know, I'm not sure why he did it, but he did it. He's got to live with it. And Justin, again, you know, Justin's like saying all the right things, Cole. But I mean, Cole, how would you feel if you lost 25k, bud? <laughs> well, it's more than 25k because now he's got to pay his manager, his coaches, out of his own pocket, because he still gets taxed for that 25k <laughs> income. Dude, and that and it was a split decision too. You didn't think he won, though. I'm guessing, or, or did you? No. Did anyone I think he won an NBA decision? Like, I checked. Maybe there was someone. Let me, let me I was surprised it was a split when I watched it. It was actually John McCarthy's son that gave the split, um, Ron McCarthy. And no, there's actually three media sources uh, scored, including MMA Mania. That's, a, I guess, kind of surprising. I mean, it was kind of a close, but I guess, the, yeah, the first and third round. Third round, I would say James won. Would you say that, third round? Yep. Yeah. So I don't think that 3027 Adelaide Bird, I mean, she's just terrible. Chris Lee. Oh, it's crazy. Chris, we had the right scorecard. This yeah. guy is just, uh. and then, yeah, I'm just looking at what people are saying, let me check, let me check the, uh, most fans, 55% had Rosa, but 40% of fans thought James won the fight. That's really surprising to me. I don't think you want to think maybe people were betting on him, Cole, and they thought, you know, he won, but it was close. I mean, it was a close fight, but all right. Last thing here. Who they say is there quarantine in France? Cause this fight got announced just when God went back to France. I, got I, can, no I can Google clue. it. I don't I think can, so. Let me try Google uh, or uh, French, like France quarantine rules. I don't think, I doubt it. I mean, uh, yeah, it sure seems like the world, the world's opening up is, yeah. No, it looks like you can, you can travel a little bit. I'm looking, it looks like you can. So it, looks, it should be okay. Well, they oh, got I think the, we're gonna, go ahead. Sorry. They got go the Euro, they got the Euro soccer on right now. And there's all their traveling in between Europe to go to the games and they're sold out stadium. So. I doubt there's a quarantine. Yeah, no, for sure. Anyways, Cole, let's get out of here, man. Uh, I know you got to go, and I got some stuff going on. So, plug your stuff, man. Tell us where you are. Uh, Twitter, Akhilshell91. Everything I do is always on my Twitter. BJ Ped, do a lot of work there. Yeah, just a lot. Of, not a whole lot this week, just the week off. And next week, got a lot of interviews, a lot of stuff for that. Obviously, big card we got coming up. You like weeks like this, Cole, or do you prefer the like busy weeks, like maybe like, like for next? week for instance what do you prefer i i this a uh, week like this is nice every once in a while like obviously <laughs> i'm looking forward to 264 it'll be fun covering that and just like how busy it'll be yeah. but I, I like it especially the week before i like it when it's like week before a big one or the week after no i'm with you on that one cool let me just get the we'll get the last question here from uh, kevin had a nice comment here good to see you again cole take it easy thank you kevin appreciate you joining us too man and jose appreciate your questions always man love it just asking who's Tom Aspinall's fighting next, even off. Any thoughts, Cole? I mean, you talk to these guys a lot. Like, have you heard anything about Tom, his name, or I know who he wants to call? I know even off. 
Uh, I know Ivanov was hurt. That's why he pulled out of the Tabor fight in March. I don't know when he's coming. Like, I don't know how serious the injury was, though. But I knew he was out even in April and May. So, I don't know. He might be coming back soon. Right. No, fair enough. Thanks, Cole. I appreciate it, man. Thanks, man, for joining me. You guys can follow me on Twitter at MMAdamMartinPodcast, MMAdamMartinPodcast.com iTunes, Spotify, all these places. I actually had my neighbor. I was talking to my neighbor today, Cole, and he goes like, is your is your podcast on Spotify? I go, yeah. He's like, all right, I'll subscribe. So I was subscriber on Spopify there, Cole. Um, we're all sent my call. MALsbigger.com, obviously, DJ Penn, Miami News, uh, Fantasy Fanatics, uh, and, of course, Elite Fantasy, Elite Sports Betting. It's been busy, but this week's – it's nice to have a week off, guys. I bought Mario Car- uh, Mario Golf for Switch. So I've been playing Mario Golf Cole and just like kind of take, taking it easy in my free time. But uh, yeah, thanks again, Cole. Really appreciate it, man. Thanks again for all the questions, guys. We're going to get out of here. 